0: Are you making your business too much about you? One of the things that I love about having my own business is that I really get to make it a representation of who I am. The idea of being uncaged is all about never feeling tied down to an office or a cubicle and getting to work from anywhere, getting to choose when you work and how you work and how much time you have off and all that amazing stuff. I get to include my dogs in my branding and fuck you if you don't like it. (laughs) And I get to show up for my calls with a messy bun in my hair and a sweatshirt because that's just who I am and how I really live. And I would say that most of us start businesses because there's something that we believe in, something that we're passionate about or a topic that we really care about. But most of us also start these kinds of businesses for ourselves, for selfish reasons. We want to have more time. We want to have more freedom. We don't want to have to answer to anyone. um, All of those things. But I want you to do a bit of a gut check on whether you're making it too much about you. In my experience, having worked with thousands of new coaches at this point, most of the time they're too wrapped up in themselves and it tends to get in the way of their business. So here's what I mean when I say that you might be too wrapped up in yourself and your business. One example of that can be obsessing over your website. So needing to pick the perfect colors and the perfect logo and the perfect photos, needing it to feel professional so that you can seem like you know what you're doing. This is all about you. Another one is focusing too much on your creative ideas, trying to make your business encompass every single piece of who you are and smush everything together. So you're trying to smush together too many interests and passions and hobbies and things that you care about into one business to make it really feel whole to the point that it actually feels way overcomplicated and no one can even really understand what you do. Again, this is all about you. Another example is worrying so much what people are going to think of what you put out there. So agonizing, agonizing over what you're going to say on your consult calls, stressing about putting your packages out there before they're perfect, because what are people going to think of you if they're not perfect? Again, all about you. But here's the secret that if I knew this at the very beginning of my business, would have saved me a lot of time. Nobody really cares that much about you. They don't care what your logo is. When's the last time you actually hired someone because of their logo? Probably not any time you can remember. They don't care whether you have the perfect script prepared for when you get on a call to talk to them. They don't care about your life interests and your hobbies. And they definitely don't care about whether or not every single piece of your life is in your business. People really only care about themselves and you're just a bit of a blip on their radar, another scroll on their feed. And this is a really good thing. This means that half of the things, more than half of the things that we do, don't really matter as much as we think they do. This is the most important thing that you can understand. And when you realize this, it will change how you think about the time that you're putting into your business and the things that you're focusing on in your business. If you're starting a service business like coaching, your business is about your clients. Your business is about offering a service or a skill that can help them solve their problems. So when you start to put too much of a focus on what you like and how you feel and whether everything you're doing accurately represents you, you're actually missing out on what's actually gonna make your business successful, which is really zooming in on how your clients are feeling, what they need and what you can create that will represent their needs. It can also be a total mindfuck spending so much time making it about yourself. We get into perfectionism, there's self-worth issues that come up and all kinds of other mindset drama that tends to get in the way when you're making it all about yourself. So what if you took yourself out of it and simply focused on the people who are out there who need your help? Brilliant idea, right? I want to give you an example of this um, that from our co-coach, Aaron Foley, who's our mindset coach in Uncage Your Business. This is the Band-Aid example. Imagine that you're sitting in a coffee shop across from a friend and you're chatting and they cut their hand on something and they're bleeding. And you know that you have Band-Aids in your purse, but you don't want to seem pushy or salesy, so you keep them to yourself. Besides, the band-aids aren't quite perfect. Um, They've been, you know, maybe in the box for too long and they're a bit squished and you're not even quite sure if they're the right shape or the right size for the cut that she has. And you haven't even tried them yourself yet. So you don't actually know how good they are, right? So you're sitting there watching your friend bleed. She's searching around desperately saying, hey, I need help. Do you have anything? And you're keeping it to yourself because you're making the band-aids all about you, right? This is not something you would ever do. You would just give her the band-aid, imperfect or not, because she's in front of you needing help. So in your business, you want to just give people the damn band okay? New business owners do this all the time with their services. They don't want to seem pushy. They don't want to put anything out there until it's perfect. They don't want to... Um, you know, seem salesy and they hold themselves back from simply offering something to people who are telling you that they need it because they're so wrapped up in making it about themselves instead of about their clients. So here's a good exercise that you can try. We actually do this a lot on our coaching calls in our Uncage Your Business program with our students. So it often happens that students will come to the call and they'll be obsessing over figuring out their coaching process. So we want to teach you how to create a coaching process that you can use. And if you're new, this is hard. So we have a lot of students that come in obsessing over this. They want to figure it all out. They want to make sure they have a perfect plan before they dive in and they actually start working with someone. They want to know what they're going to say, what they're going to do with their clients and exactly how it's all going to look. And what they think is that knowing this ahead of time is what's going to help them feel ready to actually start working with clients. It's not the truth. Nothing's going to get you to feel ready except just diving in and doing it. So on our coaching calls, what we often do is we ask them to close their eyes and imagine that they're sitting in front of their client and their client shares with them what is going on for them and what they're struggling with in that moment. And then we ask the student, what is the next thing you would say to this client? And they always have a clear answer. It's usually some kind of coaching question or reflection that comes very naturally to them as a coach. So then we give a response as their client and we ask them to respond again as the coach. And again, they know exactly what to say. This exercise is really helpful to show your brain that you do know what to do when you have somebody in front of you. And this is the key. When you're sitting in front of a real human, not an, not an ideal client avatar, not a niche description, not an idea of who you might work with, but a real person, you're going to know what to do and you can trust yourself more than you think you do. And so when you're making your work about your client, you're able to really drop in to helping the person that's in front of you and all of the stress of having everything perfected and planning what to say and all that like behind the scenes prep that you're wasting time with, it kind of melts away because it's no longer about you and having to have it all together, but it's about simply using, using the skills that you already have to help the client who's sitting in front of you. So how does this apply to your marketing? The idea of focusing on your pli- on your client is super important when it comes to marketing because just because you want to describe something in a certain way doesn't mean that your clients are actually also thinking about that thing in that way. Here's the thing. You as the coach or the expert whatever you do, you have all kinds of insight and expertise about your client's problems that they don't have yet. So it's important to put your your language like your coaching language, your jargon, your industry talk aside and get out there and start finding out how your clients are actually describing what's going on for them. So what language are they using to describe it? What feelings are they having? What do they want instead? And even though you might've spent a lot of time coming up with some kind of creative, complex, like witty way of articulating what you do for people, it really becomes irrelevant if it doesn't land and make sense to the people who you're actually trying to reach. So we wanna make sure that you're staying focused on them and not on you when it comes to anything that you're creating for your marketing. This is also so good for your mindset because isn't it a relief to really understand that it's not about you? I find it tends to just loosen the grip on wanting everything to be this like perfect representation of me. It just takes that pressure off because at the end of the day, nobody cares that I really like rock climbing or I spend my time in the mountains. I don't have to try to smush that into my business because it's not relevant to other people or to what I do, right? I build a business that lets me do something that I love use my skills to help people, and build in enough free time that I get to have all of my hobbies and all of my other interests outside of my business. I have literally spent thousands of dollars on coaches and courses and programs. And the reason that I hired those people or spent money on those things was because they literally took the words that I was using when I was blabbing about my problems and what I was struggling with. And they said them back to, them, to me in, in their marketing and they made me feel like they understood. That is it. I've never hired someone because of their nice website or their perfect photos or what hobbies they have. None of that has ever been a part of my buying decision. It's always been, you know, maybe I've connected with someone because they also like living in the mountains, or they love dogs, but that doesn't, thats not enough for me to hire them, right? So the hiring, the handing over the money comes when they can show me that they understand what I'm struggling with and that they have a solution for me. And your clients are going to spend thousands of dollars on you too. Once you learn how to take the focus off of yourself and spend your time putting it back on your clients where it actually belongs. If you want to learn more about how to read your client's minds, so you can sell to them more easily, make sure to check out our Uncage Your Business program. This is the program that's created for new coaches that we teach you exactly how to do everything that we've been talking about today.